0: What's up everybody welcome to the man I want to be podcast my name is Keaton and I am your host Hope you're having a great day so far. I don't know where you are, but where I am here in Colorado It is beautiful today And I hope you had a great father's day weekend either celebrating your father Or being celebrated as a father. This was my first father's day and we took the whole weekend to celebrate and My wife took us on this beautiful hike down in Colorado Springs, one that we had never been to. And we had just gotten a new carrier for our little girl, Noah. And we had a blast climbing up this mountain and enjoying the scenery. And a lot of times in Colorado, uh, if you're from Colorado, you know, like in the morning, it's beautiful. And in the mid afternoon, it's like you're in an oven. And then in the evening, it cools down. And when it's like an oven it's no humidity or anything, but it is, it is not fun to be outside. Um, but we were lucky enough to have this wonderful cloud cover that just made it nice and cool. So it wasn't too, like too hot. And we just, we had, (laughs) we had the time of our life. And, um, then we celebrated yesterday with my family and had some good ice cream, played some games, um, it was just a. It was fun being celebrated as a father. I love being a dad. If you are a dad, I hope you love being a dad because I. I just think it's the best thing ever. Um, I might think differently when my daughter is able to talk back to me, but right now all she can do is share whatever she has picked up with me. She can't talk back or tell me no or anything like that. So maybe I will. Think, <laughs> maybe I'll think differently in the future when, when she's rebelling. But uh, until then it's the best thing ever and I hope it continues to be the best thing ever um, <clears throat> so I don't have any notes again today uh, just gonna I have some a lot of thoughts in my head um, about what I wanted to talk about um, I've been working on the anger of man series that I mentioned in our last episode because I think the anger of man and anger is a is a um, how do you say this it's a plague in our culture right now and I've been faithfully writing on it almost every morning, and I'm a. It's a little long. I'm gonna have to break it up into parts, and I'm really taking my time with it. So I want to, and I want to make sure it's done really, really well because it's such a, such a pervasive problem in our culture and in our society, and it's plaguing the hearts of men all over, young men, old men. That I wanna, I wanna make sure that I take my time and do it well. Um, so it's not quite yet, not quite ready yet, but. Um, You know, today as I was driving, I, I started having some thoughts about, you know, where, not just like where my life is, but just some people I've been inter- interacting with. And I was reminded of um, a passage from a book that I had read and then something in the Gospels that I have I've read over and over again. And I, I wanted to kind of talk about it, but I don't really have notes. So we're just going to kind of go with the flow and see how things go if I start to ramble. I apologize. It's because I don't have an outline, but we'll see how I do. Um, so we do this podcast because, like, I do this podcast a lot by myself, and I do it with my dad, and then I have other guests on. And we're we're trying to figure out as young men – What kind of man do we want to be? You know, as we project into the future, what do we want our character to be like? What do we want to be remembered for? And we're focusing primarily on who we are in the world, our character, not necessarily just what we build at work or or how successful we are at work or in other areas of life, but what kind of man are we? What kind of impact are we having in our family? What kind of impact are we having in our churches and our communities and also at our work? primarily dealing with character and um we started off this podcast with coming up with a vision of who we wanted to be and um You know, I recently took my small group through that same exercise. We started at the beginning of the small group asking, what kind of man do you want to be? We went through some teaching and training and stuff in the Bible and then asked the question again at the end of the group, what kind of man do you want to be? And the answers from those were different. And a lot of what we focus on in this podcast is how do we become the man that we want to be? Like, how do we grow? How do we change? How do we make sure that we're not dominated by our personality or uh, emotions that are all over the place or whatever else can take us from being the man that we want to be and change us into something we don't want to be? Um, and then we we talk about other great men and how they led and how they had, um, how they led their lives, how they led men around them, uh, what was their contribution. We've talked about Shackleton. We've talked about Theodore Roosevelt. We've talked about Jesus. We've talked about David and and, um, one of the things that we're focusing on from these guys is what did they do to help become the man that they want to be? Um, and then I, you know, I enjoy leadership books. I dedicated the first uh, quarter of this year to reading leadership books. I'm going to do it again, um, in the third quarter. So starting in July, cause I do, I want to grow as a leader. That's one thing I want to do as a, as, a, um, become, I want to be a good leader. That's part of my vision. Um, and I think there's a lot to glean from leadership books, but I will say they are limited in their capacity. Uh, and I think there's actually more to learn from leadership from men like Shackleton or Theodore Roosevelt, like from their story uh, j- versus just leadership principles. But one of the things I have I glean from leadership books are principles for growth. Um, but one of the things I did notice is that leadership books and growth books in general have a built-in assumption that um, is unspoken um, and it's just kind of there beneath the surface and it most leadership books assume that you can control your environment and your everyday life to a T and one of the things that I think I don't want to talk about today is how to grow when you can't control everything because you can't. Um, you cannot control everything in your life because your life involves events far outside of your control. It involves people that you can't control. It involves all sorts of stuff, and <clears throat> I've been I've been thinking about this a lot lately. And Dallas Willard, he's my f- my favorite Christian author. Uh, highly recommend his his writings. But um, he's got this this book called the great omission where I was introduced to this idea that he called the golden triangle of spiritual growth, which is a, (laughs) I think that's a terrible name, the golden triangle of spiritual growth, but, um, the principles underneath it are, are really, really good. And so real quick, when we talk about spiritual growth, what we're talking about is, um, who you are at the center of your being. So, I heard a teacher explain the human being um, as resembled by the temple of Israel. So the temple of Israel had three parts. It had its outer court, its inner court, and then what was called the Holy of Holies. And this, this teacher, this pastor, he said, the human beings are set up the same way. They've got their outer court, which is their body. They have their inner court, which is their soul. The soul is made up of four components uh, three, if you ask some teachers, four, if you ask another mind, will, emotions, and personality. And then your inner, your holy of holies, the center of your temple, that is your body, is your spirit. And so when we talk about spiritual growth, what we're talking about primarily is the realignment of the soul um, in line with the spirit that is inside of you so that you can become exactly who God destined you to be. And a lot of times our what's out of whack is not our spirit, but our our soul, our mind our will emotions and our personality. It's easy to be dominated by our personality, uh, which should be the lowest. It's easy. Most of us, our mind is not renewed. It's more like it. We think more often like the world does than, Than maybe what Jesus would have us think about or maybe what's what's good and true and beautiful and those kinds of things. Um, So when Dallas Willard talks about this golden triangle of spiritual growth, what he is what he's talking about is the alignment of your soul and your spirit so that you can become the man that, that God has destined you to be. Okay, so we're we're trying to grow our mind. We're trying to grow our our will to make sure that our will is not out of whack. We want to grow emotionally. Um, It's not good to be emotionally unaware, um, whether that is being hard hearted or um, being dominated by emotions. You can you know, there's those and then making sure that your personality is not controlling you. Um, I know personality science is, is a big thing, but you are not subject to your personality. I am not subject to my personality. I am subject to the spirit of God, the the scripture, um, my mind and my will, those, those kinds of things, those are in alignment. Okay. Um, and on this golden triangle of, um, spiritual growth that Dallas Willard talks about, he's got your, your spiritual disciplines and your habits. You know, we've talked a lot about those putting, Oh Well, we've, maybe we haven't talked a lot about them. Maybe we've talked about them a little bit. <clears throat> but these are the things that you can control. You can control how you spend your morning. You can control what you do with your tongue, how you speak. You can control um, how you react. You can control your habits in the morning. You can control what time you go to bed, what you eat, those kinds of things. You, those are things that you can control. That's an essential part of growth. Um, and then he's got this other part side of the triangle that is interaction interaction with the Spirit of God, um, which maybe we should do a, an episode on that probably because the Spirit of God is Jesus with you. It's the gift to people who call upon Jesus as Lord. And he is a person who wants to lead you, guide you, be your advocate, be your helper. Um, and he's real. And he's here to convict us of when we go astray when we sin and he's there to encourage us when we're down and he's your is he's, he's called the advocate in the scripture uh, He's an advocate for you. He has your best interest in mind And then the third side of this triangle This is the one I was thinking about as I was driving and I've been thinking about a little bit over the last couple of weeks Dallas Willard called it faithful acceptance of everyday problems and when I talked about those leadership books earlier, there's an assumption that you can an underlying assumption in all these books that you can control every part of your environment. I was actually listening to a podcast by one of the top leadership gurus in the country and this guy, he is an incredible leader for one. Um and he has got his stuff nailed down. I mean like he he went through this whole thing about how to manage your energy and he like he sleeps with a mask He's, he listens to cricket noises he wakes up at the same time every day he doesn't he um does meetings monday but decisions on wednesday like he has his he is dialed he eats the exact same thing for lunch and the exact same thing for dinner every single day uh he not only um lays out his outfit the night before but he writes out his workouts the night before. He does everything the night before so he can minimize decisions so that he has more control over his day. I mean, like he is dialed in. I was like, wow, that is, I I mean, I pack my backpack. <laughs> um but there's an assumption in a lot of leadership principles that you can control everything um and that will help you grow. But I am I'm of the opinion that you grow more when you faithfully accept everyday inconveniences that are outside of your control because of what it does to your character. If you live in an environment where you control everything, you might be more productive, you might be more successful, um, but we are primarily concerned with character. Who are we becoming? And there is an element of that that we can control, and then there are the elements that come our way, the everyday problems that are equally as good training for our spiritual growth, for uh, the renovation of our heart, for our character, and for becoming the man that we envision. Um, so if you want to be a patient man who does, who's not quick to anger, who doesn't speak as a reaction against something that has crossed him or against someone who has crossed him, if you want to be gentle in your words, everyday problems are a great training ground for that. Um, we all have problems that come our way every day and how we react to them will either train us to become a man that we don't want to be or to become a man that we do want to be so for example um let's say one morning you wake up and you're about to head to work and you realize wow my 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 car tire is flat Ah, which is really that sucks that's just a small everyday problem you can breathe in deeply and be like that's inconvenient or you can give yourself over to the natural frustration that would arise from your tire being flat. And now you're going to be late for work. And now you're going to be behind on the schedule that you had planned. And that's going to breed frustration and impatience. And that's going to become part of your character. Or you can look at that tire. You can sigh, shrug your shoulders, take care of it. Let your boss know you're going to be late. Take a few things off your schedule and then head to work, and that's actually gonna, um, that's going to affect your character. Um, there's all sorts of little things, you know. I am a structured person. I like to, you know, I, I make my ca- my to do list and calendar every night before I go to bed. I've got my hours planned out, and I've got my my daily growth that I want to do. I've got my to do list. I've got stuff for the family. You know, I, I structure it all out so that I have a plan. And when my day does not go according to my plan, I can, I can get uber frustrated because I am just, I, I appreciate and I love, and I need the structure because it helps me be more productive. And I'm noticing though, that sometimes when inconveniences come my way, when everyday problems show up, I'm so tightly scheduled that I'm not even ready for them. And I'm like, oh, I don't think this is making me the man that I want to be. And, I am in a place where I'm like I need to faithfully accept these everyday inconveniences, these everyday problems, as a, assume, because not everything can be within my control. I still live under God's good rule, and these things that just happen, they just happen. They're okay, um, and there can be a degree of everyday problems that come your way. So, like a, a tire being flat in the morning you know, that's, that's inconvenient. That's not too bad. Um, but then there's other everyday problems that we need to faithfully accept. Um, like my, my little niece right now, she's got really bad allergies. I mean, she's only like seven months old. She has really bad allergies, food. Um, you know, she gets licked by a dog. She has, you know, an allergic reaction, she just got all this stuff. And my brother and sister-in-law are, are like, that's their whole life is now revolving around that. When something happens, that's an everyday problem that you have to faithfully accept and, and not let, and deal with it, you know, um, and not let it, not let it crush you. Um, trying to think what's another example of an everyday problem that might just come up. Um, Depending on what line of business you're in, somebody might like, you know, my wife went to work this morning and her, the, she's like ready to, um, she's really focusing right now on um, being a blessing in her workplace. She really wants to be a blessing in her workplace and she walks into work, goes into her patient's room, doesn't even get a chance to say hi in the, and someone's cussing her out. She hadn't even been at work five minutes and she's being cussed out. That's an everyday problem. That Chelsea had a chance to choose how she was going to react. Was she going to be patient? And no one wants to be cussed out. You know that sucks. It would be much easier for Chels to equally blow up on her, and then you know, then but throws off her whole day, and it doesn't change your character. It doesn't make her more like Jesus. It doesn't turn her into a gentle presence that you know Jesus is teaching to bless those who curse you. Is really really tough. It, it you know it sounds good until you are cursed at and then do you like you got to wonder do you have it in you to bless those who curse you and i'm like i don't think so i sometimes i'm quick to anger and most of our life we can't control most of our life we're going to have these everyday things that come up that we just have to faithfully accept and through the faithful acceptance of these problems we recognize that there is That God is still taking care of us. God is actually... He is still in control and in charge. Um, That life is going to be okay if it's not within our control. And a lot of our growth books and a lot of our growth mentality, which is good, assumes that we can have control. And when we don't have control, it actually can make us frustrated and angry. It can make us feel like we're not progressing like we are. But in reality in combination with what we can control, the stuff that we cannot control has great power to affect our growth, to make us more like Jesus, to make us into the man that we want to be, who is a man who's patient and kind, who does fulfill his duty, um, who has good character, who contributes to the world around him because everything flows from character. Uh, We're not going to be, We're not going to contribute much to the world around us, to our families, if we're constantly frustrated about how everything is going wrong. We're just not. And sometimes you just got to shrug your shoulders or laugh. You know, when we've got kind of an unspoken rule in our house, when things get stressful, we find a way to laugh at it uh, because we don't want to be dominated by our stressors. So we laugh at it. Um, Then with all of that, there's this, wonderful parable that Jesus tells in the Gospel of Mark and this this is kind of loosely connected to this idea it, as I was driving it was just something I thought about um, it's in Mark chapter 4 Jesus is teaching his disciples and he, he, he says this he says the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. he sleeps and he rises night and day and the seed sprouts and grows. He knows not how. The earth produces by itself first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. But when the grain is ripe at once, he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Okay. So um, the kingdom of God, We, I, I think I might do an episode with dad on this. I say I'm going to do an episode on everything and I never get around to it. I'll get around to it eventually. The kingdom of God is primarily has to do with who you are in the world. It has to do with relationships. Um, When Jesus teaches on the kingdom of God, um, his biggest, longest teaching is the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Almost everything in there has to do with relationships and character. Almost everything. It doesn't really have to do with institutions. It doesn't have to do with uh, systems. It's primarily relationships between people, relationships between man and God, character, who you become in the world. That's primarily what the kingdom of God is. And so he says here, the kingdom of God is like a man who scatters seed on the ground. He sleeps and he rises night and day, and the seed sprouts and grows. He knows not how. So when we have our, when we're growing, when we're doing our growth stuff, when we're trying to become the man, we want to be, we can put some disciplines in place that help us grow. I know like one of the things I want to be, um, as a man is I want to be a good communicator. I know that if I do some practices like reading books out loud, writing speeches, you know, all sorts of stuff, I know I'm going to become a better communicator. Um, but one of the things I also want to be is, patient and kind. And I want to be a man of good presence. A man of good presence is not just there when it's fun, but when things go wrong, when there's tension, you feel okay in this person. I want to be a man of good presence. Okay. Um, I don't know of a spiritual discipline that will let that happen. That will make that happen in me other than faithful acceptance of everyday problems in whatever situation I find myself in that could be dirt you know this 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 parable it says he knows not how and then he says the earth or the dirt produces by itself first the blade then the ear then the full grain so there's a there's a progress there's you know the there's a little there's a First, the blade. You see, if you've ever planted something, you see a blade come up, and then you see a full ear come up, and then it's a full thing of grain. There's a process, but sometimes you got to let the dirt do its work. And the dirt can be everyday problems that come that we faithfully accept, and we don't know how they're changing us. We don't know how they're growing us. But when we faithfully accept them, the earth, the dirt, of everyday problems does its work inside of us. And one day we wake up and we realize that we have a harvest. We've become patient. We've become kind. We've become strong. We've become a man of good presence where we're, we're there for people when things get rough and they're like, you're so calm. How did you get this way? And you're like, I have no idea. I faithfully accepted life as it is. I wasn't trying to control every little thing. I was trying to control what I control and surrendering what I need most of what I needed to surrender. you can trust that everyday problems when you faithfully accept them, will grow you probably more than the disciplines that we put in place that are good and necessary. The faithful acceptance of everyday problems is working on your character. it's one of the means that God has used. Um, on the earth to help people become more like Jesus. Um, Suffering could be in there. Uh, We've talked a little bit about suffering, I believe. What we believe about suffering is going to determine how we handle suffering. Is suffering an inconvenience that needs to be fixed? Or is it something we need to accept and let it have its way in us for greater good? I mean, it says that Jesus was made perfect through suffering, um, which is a mind boggle in and of itself. I guess what I'm trying to get at with this podcast is we're going to have things that come up that are outside of our control and they are equally as good for our growth as the things we put in place, the books we read, the things we journal, the practices we practice. They are just as good for your spiritual growth, for your maturity as a man, for becoming the man that you want to be as any of the other disciplines that you put in place. And so if you're like, in a place in life where you're just frustrated. Nothing's going right. Your job sucks. Um your boss is mean. You're not where you thought you would be at this point in life. Um I remember a couple years ago that we were having Christmas as a family and I was I was I was in an angry season. I wasn't where I wanted to be in life. I wasn't yet married. I wanted to be married. I thought I'd be further along than I than I currently was. I was making an embarrassing amount of money, like small, small, embarrassing amount of money. And I was just frustrated and um, didn't really know how to deal with it. And, you know, it was right around Christmas and our whole family was gathered for Christmas. And my brothers just innocently started about our plans for next year. Like, what were we going to do for Christmas next year? And something about that conversation may like caused caused me to just snap a little bit, and I was like, I like, I felt like I lost it because I was so frustrated with life, and it's like I don't want to do the same thing over and over and over and over again, and it was like, you know, I'm projecting onto my poor brothers. Um, but there was a t- that season of life where nothing was going right, where I was just frustrated. I was growing. I was, I was being taught by God, against my will, I guess, that I can't control everything, that my timing can't be perfect, that there is so little that I can orchestrate for my own well-being. Really what I control is how I react to the season I'm in, to the circumstances I find myself in, and full reliance on God to help, to help walk through whatever path I'm currently on. And I was growing, and I didn't know it. So if you're in a season right now, you're just frustrated. Um life's not going the way you thought it was gonna go. Maybe you're like me and you still haven't finished that undergrad degree and you're you're cranking away but you feel like you're running a thousand miles an hour but only going a couple feet a minute. <clears throat> Maybe you're not married and you wanna be. Maybe you 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 wish you had kids and you don't. Maybe you name it. You name it. We all you know, we all have our are things that come up that we're just inconvenienced by, that are frustrating. They're everyday problems. <clears throat> Maybe ask yourself: Am I faithfully accepting these, or am I trying to escape them so that I can control every part of my life and so, for the sake of growth? Maybe it's time, like I'm currently realizing again. I feel like I'm learning. I learn the same lessons over and over and over again. Um, which is part of the Israel story, by the way, 40 years in the desert learning things over and over and over again. Maybe you're like me and you are you need to learn again that your character is formed by things you can control, but it's formed more by how you react to the things that you cannot control. And that is good for your growth. It's good for your character. It's good for your future and your posterity and and for your kids and your future wife or your wife now. It's making you and it's helping make you into the man that you want to be. It would be nice if we could systematize everything and control everything and have predictable results. We in the West, we in America, we love predictable results. Um, but you, you, that's not that's not actual life. Um, I don't think most of life cannot be projected or controlled. It can be faithfully accepted. Shrug your shoulders. Maybe laugh. Trust that God is using everyday problems to help make you into the man that you want to be. And you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. I hope this episode blessed you. Um, I know it wasn't as uh, typed out and thought out as many of the ones. It was just what was on my heart. And uh, I hope it blesses you. I hope that you are able to faithfully accept the everyday problems that come your way, knowing that God is using them to help change you into the man that you want to be. I hope you have a wonderful week. And until next time, this is the Man I Want to Be podcast.